Today was Rosh Chodesh Elul. And Rosh Chodesh Elul begins the 40-day period, which will take us through Ni'ilah, the final prayer of Yom HaKippurim. And Chazal offer us numerous Rosh Tevos, mnemonics, for the word Elul, Aleph, Lamed, Vav, Lamed. One is, Ani L'dodi V'dodi Li, I am to my beloved, my beloved is to me, as we know, that we're told by Chazal that it's during this month, the month of Elul, that Hashem is more present in the world, in our lives, than any other time of the year, as the Hasidim are, are fond of noting HaMelech Basadeh, the king comes out of his palace, so to speak, and is in the fields with us. Another mnemonic is Ish L'Reyehu Umatanos Lavyonim, referring to the mitzvah of giving gifts to each other during, during Purim. The connection being that the month of El is not just time to rekindle our relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, but also our relationship with our fellow Jews. But there's one other very strange mnemonic. Literally it means it came to his hand and I, God, will provide him I'll provide him a place to go. This Pasuk refers to a Rotseach Bishogig, a person who commits murder but he or she does so unintentionally out of negligence. The best example probably is someone who would be Rahman Litzlan texting and driving and would uh, end up killing somebody else. They didn't do it on purpose, but they were negligent and they're responsible. And therefore we know the halacha is that a person who commits negligent homicide, so they go to the Ir Meklat, they go to the city of refuge in order to be saved from the vengeance of the family of the person who was killed. They can go to the Ir Meklat and they're saved and no one can harm them. It's a very interesting halacha, but what does it have to do with the month of Elul? And Rabbi Willig once pointed out very beautifully that the Irmiklat, what did a person do if he or she ended up there? So they would go there, they'd be physically safe, but they wouldn't be with anybody they knew. Their family's not there, their community's not there, they don't know anybody. And what's a person going to do in such a place? Presumably they're going to they're going to start to think about their life. How did, I, how did I get here? What did I do? What are the different parts of my life, the decisions that I've made that have brought me to this place where I did such a horrible thing, yes, by accident, but it causes a person to stop and think and to reflect. And to reflect on how I can not just, not just how I got here, but how can I move forward with my life. And Elul then, argued or willig, is not an irmiklat in physical space, but rather an irmiklat in time. Over the past year, we've all done well in certain areas and we've been negligent in others. We and all of us are good people, we have the right intentions, we try to do the right thing, but certainly we make a lot of mistakes. And Elul is that opportunity for a person to reflect, to quietly sit and think about the past year and consider how we got here, how we came to the mistakes that we've made in the past, but certainly to consider how we can move forward and improve in the coming year. And as we know that the month of Elul is 30 days, you combine that with the Aserah Simechu, the 10 days of repentance, it gives us a total of 40 days to work on this project of self-improvement, to work on Shuvah. And that's because 40 days and the number 40 in general is representative of renewal. We know that Noach is in the Teva, 
the ark for more than 40 days, but he's there because the, God brings a flood for 40 days and 40 nights. The amount of time it takes for God to destroy the world and recreate it again. Moshe Rabbeinu, we know, heads up to Harsinai for 40 days, three separate times, to receive the Torah the first time and the second time, and to do tshuva for the Chet Egel, for the sin of the golden calf. And we know that a mikvah is only kosher for use if it contains 40 sa'ah of rainwater. In fact, Chazal write in the Gemara and Kedushin that it takes 40 days for a new habit to stick. And that's why I invite you to join me for a 40-day challenge. Typically, Elul comes out in the middle of the summer. And by the time we realize it's the month of Elul, it's the beginning of September, it's a week and a half before Rosh Hashanah. But this year we have a tremendous bracha, a tremendous opportunity to have a full Elul on our regular schedules. Kids are going back to school in a couple of days, going back to a usual schedule, a chance to really, really work on something. So I invite you, as I said, to take the 40-day challenge. Choose one thing you'd like to improve upon this year and start working on it right now. And let's start small. Start with something that you know that you can do, you just haven't made it a priority yet. And make a Kabbalah to do it every day for the next 40 days. If I sometimes miss putting on my tefillin, not this month. Make Kabbalah to put on tefillin each and every day for the next 40 days. Maybe I'll add a tefillah each day for the next 40 days. Maybe I'll start learning one halacha a day, a page and a sefer. Maybe I'll decide to compliment my spouse each and every day. Or maybe I'll spend five more minutes with my kids every day for the next 40 days. Whatever it is, let us use the incredible opportunity that is the month of Elul, our ear miklat in time, to start the process of tshuva today. And if we do so, then we walk into a shul on Rosh Hashanah, we'll already be well on our way to creating for ourselves a ksiva v'chasimah tova. Wishing one and all a chodesh tov.